The following program is sponsored by Prayers Heard in Heaven. God wants to raise up an army of believers whose prayer shakes the nation and the nations of the world. God wants you to shake the evil out of its dwelling place in your family, in your workplace, in the nation. Prayers Heard in Heaven is a teaching ministry teaching God's people to pass blessings with prayer. In the fifth chapter of James, the Bible tells us to pray for one another that we may be healed and that the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous person availeth much. The following program, Prayers Heard in Heaven, with speaker and teacher Valerie Sneed, will help you learn to pray fervently and effectively and truly see results in prayer. Valerie Sneed, with Prayers Heard in Heaven, starts now. The future belongs to the mediator. The mediator is the power player in the days to come. God is releasing a tremendous anointing over the church where the body of Christ is going to walk in such prophetic anointing. I'm talking about an anointing that is so powerful. There's going to be such a manifestation of God's power. It is what the world has never seen. We have historic events in our Bible and they are truly amazing. But I'm telling you, the power that God is about to release, it is magnified. It is vast. There are no words to describe the anointing that God is releasing over the remnant church. The intercessor is the power player of the future. They're the one that stands between heaven and earth and they mediate for God. They mediate between heaven and earth. The intercessor is the power player for the days to come. And you are that intercessor. You would not be listening to this message if you weren't one who God is calling with a divine purpose. For when he calls, he has a purpose for the lives that he lays his call upon. Praise God. God is calling the church to a new dimension, a new dimension of power. You're walking into an existence where your prayers are no longer insignificant, even in your own eyes. Your prayers are powerful. They've always been. The church has always been in a position of power. But what God is about to do is absolutely incredible. It is amazing. He's releasing that final anointing. The prophets of old had the presence of God and it would fall on them and they would prophesy and see visions and miraculous events would take place. And the disciples at the day of Pentecost are in the upper room and the Holy Spirit, we know, enters the room with tongues of fire in the book of Acts. But there is something even more powerful that is about to happen. The disciples experience the power of the Holy Spirit falling upon them. But in the days to come, the Lord is about to release such a tremendous anointing. The power of the Holy Spirit is going to be so incredible. But with that, God is releasing. He is releasing the latter rain. And so now instead of just the power of the Holy Spirit that the church will have, the church will have the latter rain fall upon them. And the two together are going to release such a glorious manifestation of God's power. The world has not seen this type of manifestation because God is empowering the church in the end time. 
the enemy has stepped up his attack. And that is evident if we look around us. And so in order for us to be victorious, God is releasing a more powerful anointing that will take us through this due season. Praise the Lord. God is doing a mighty work in the church. There is a remnant church that God is calling forth it is the ones who obey his voice it is the ones who hear his voice and they walk according to the will of the Lord. God is doing an amazing work and we have yet to see all of what is about to come in John 1, 5 and 15. The Bible says that we know that he hears us. And because we know that he hears us, we know we have the petitions that we desire of him. He hears us, child of God. God hears your prayers. He wants to build a stronger relationship. He wants us to walk in communion with him. God has called forth the church again, but he's calling us. He's saying, go back to your roots. First, go back, go back to prayer. The church was founded in prayer and the disciples after receiving the anointing of the Holy Spirit, they took off with power. They were endued with power from on high. They preached and spoke with a boldness. They were not afraid for their lives. They were not afraid of what could happen to them. They spoke with a bold power with the fire of the Holy Spirit dwelling within them. They knew God was with them and nothing could stop them from preaching the word of God. Your prayers are going to be delivered with such dynamic power. There is going to be a tremendous manifestation of the glory of God's presence of the mighty works of God as the world has not known. God is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. That means he pays those that seek him. God will reward you. Hebrews 11 and eight. We can go further as we diligently seek him, knowing that he is the almighty. He has the power to change any circumstance. We gain the fear of the Lord. And as we gain the fear of the Lord, we act and walk in humility. And do you know what the wages of humility are? Proverbs 22 and four reveals that truth to us. The wages of humility is honor and riches. God is about to do a wealth transfer. He said, I'll take from the wicked and give to the righteous. And maybe you say, Valerie, we're in the middle of economic crisis and political unrest and social unrest. But I'm telling you, we're going to make it through the turmoil that's in front of us. And there may be more turmoil up ahead, but we're going to make it to the other side of this thing. And I'm telling you, God is still going to do a wealth transfer. And in the days to come, those that are walking and living according to his word, I'm telling you, the people around you are going to say, well, how does he still have his health at a time like this? And how does she still have finances at a time like this? How are they able to do this? And how are they able to do that? Because you're walking in the will and the way of the Lord. He is going to bless you, anoint you, establish you and protect you. That's the way of the Lord. He rewards those who diligently serve him. There is no one like God, none beside him and none before him. Many people pray and oftentimes they feel as though they fail when their prayers go unanswered. However, knowledge truly is power. The foundation of prayer, the immutable law requires holy wrestling. Genesis 32 and 26. And he said, let me go for the day breaketh. And he said, I will not let thee go except Thou bless me. 
In Genesis 32, 24 to 27, Jacob wrestles with God all night long because he would not be defeated and he would not let go. Watch what happens. Then Jacob was left alone and a man wrestled with him until the breaking of day. Now, when he saw that he did not prevail against him, he touched the socket of his hip and the socket of Jacob's hip was out of joint as he wrestled with him. And he said, let me go for the day breaks. But he said, I will not let you go unless you bless me. And he said to him, what's your name? He said, you are called Jacob, but now Israel, for you have struggled with God and with men and have prevailed because Jacob's holy wrestling match with God, because that took place, that meeting, the fears of his life. He was dreading meeting with his brother Esau, but it proves to be a gracious one. Jacob goes as far as to tell Esau, I see your face as seeing the face of God. Too many of God's people often are defeated. They're defeated and they refuse to pray about their circumstance. They believe, well, whatever God's going to do, he's going to do it. Whether I pray or not, he's just going to have his way. But no, 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 that is not it at all. The law of the Lord says, ask and you shall receive. Have faith in God. Mark 11 and 22. You must be willing to engage in holy wrestling to win. Engage in holy wrestling, being determined, persevering means that you're praying from a position of victory. You're wrestling to win. Matthew 7, 7. Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. This is an immutable law of God. The Amplified Bible clearly gives us a description of this passage and it reads this way. Ask and keep on asking and it will be given to you. Seek and keep on seeking and you will find. Knock and keep on knocking and the door will be opened unto you. Now this becomes very clear. Jesus is telling us to advance in prayer, to move forward in fervent prayers. The future belongs to the mediator. In order to be a powerful intercessor for God, what's the key to intercessory prayer? The true key to intercessory prayer? I'm going to give you three keys. The first key is love. We must have the heart of Christ Jesus. We must have love for one another. And the second key, the intercessory prayer. You must be able to stand in the gap as though you were that person when you're praying for someone, as though the person you are praying for, as though whatever they're experiencing, that was your child, that was your brother, that was your sister, your father, your mother. In order to be a mighty intercessor, you must be able to stand in the gap as though you were that person and feel what they feel and have compassion on their situation. That's who God is looking for. He's looking for the one whose heart is full of love. He's looking for the one who can humble themselves and become of a low estate. Because when we humble ourselves and become of a low estate, we can stand in the gap for someone else. And we're no longer pointing our finger at those people are doing this. And those people over there are doing that. And that party doesn't know what they're talking about. And 
Only my party knows what's right and it's the better party. That's not who God's looking for. God's looking for the mediator, the one who he can speak to in the inner ear and he can give instructions. They're a peacemaker, not a peace breaker. They speak peace into every situation that they face. They speak the will and the way of the Lord. They are walking in God's divine purpose and the Lord is their priority. And that is the third key. God must be your priority. You must be willing to sacrifice. You must be willing to deny yourself to be a powerful intercessor for God, to be able to stand in the gap for others. God will increase your strength as you focus on prayer. If you're praying and your prayers remain unanswered, you ask, then you seek. You go back to the Lord seeking. If the prayer remains unanswered, then you knock. This is showing perseverance in prayer and you keep pressing your way. It clearly tells us endure. Do not back down. Do not take no for an answer, but press towards praying more intensely as the days and the hours pass. Tell you a secret to prayer, taking the victory. One, live in a state of expectation. The Bible tells us without faith, it's impossible to please God. If you live in a state of expectation, the level of your faith will rise. David said, I waited expectantly for the Lord. And then he tells us what the Lord did. And he inclined unto my cry. He's saying, I was waiting. He had sought God and he waited for God to do something. And as he waited on the Lord, God answered him. He inclined unto his cry. The mediator owns the future, the one that stands between heaven and earth and can cry out for the nation. The mediator can cry out for the nations of the world. God is placing mediators around the globe. He is looking for them. And as he finds them, he is placing them around the globe and he is empowering them in order for the intercessor to be really powerful in prayer. It takes the power of the Holy Spirit. Remember a few weeks ago, I was crying out to God and I was about to teach a lesson early at 630 in the morning to a group. And I said, you know, I'm thinking, Lord, I want to I want to talk about revival. And the Holy Spirit said, speak about the Holy Spirit. I said, no, Lord, we need revival. Look at this nation. Look at what's going on around us. We need revival, Lord. The Holy Spirit said, talk about the Holy Spirit teach about the Holy Spirit. And I didn't understand that. And the Holy Spirit, remember, he spoke again. He said, there is no revival without the Holy Spirit. Now that seems elementary, but I was so on fire for revival. I was going to leave out the Holy Spirit and tell everybody about revival. But there is no revival without the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the fuel of revival. And if we don't pray for the coming of the Holy Spirit, for the Holy Spirit to fall upon the church, for the presence of the Holy Spirit to fill every church in this nation, for God's glory to be evident from the ceiling to the floor, for his glory to rest upon those that minister before the people. If we don't pray for the power of the Holy Spirit, we will not have revival. That's the Rima word from God. We need the Holy Spirit right now. He is the great teacher. He is the great intercessor. He intercedes for us between heaven and earth. We have to come alongside the great teacher. 
You are invited to join Valerie and Joan on a live conference call every Saturday morning at 7.30 a.m. Central Time by calling 1-832-895-9654. That's 1-832-895-9654 each Saturday morning at 7.30 a.m. Central Time. Right now, God is releasing a power over the church. He is calling us, come back to your first estate. Come back to your first love. Now, the highest, the most powerful form of prayer is fasting and prayer. It is the most powerful form of prayer. It is where one can truly intercede, where one can go before the Lord and Go face down, or if you can't go face down, lay out on your bed. If you can't lay out on your bed for health reasons, then go down on your knees. If you can't go down on your knees, then bow your head, but go before the Lord is my point in a state of humility. And when you pray, seek God. And if you know, well, you know, Valerie, I really want to be an intercessor. I want to be a power player for the Lord. I want to be one of those power players for the future, but I don't have a a longing to pray. That's not something. It's a mental longing, but my heart doesn't cry out because if my heart cried out, my body would be in a prayer state. My whole being would be. So Valerie, I know you're asking, how do I come to that place where I desire to pray? I always say, don't try to do anything on your own. Nothing. Do nothing without God. That's when you go to the Lord and you cry out, Lord, put a burden of prayer on me. I want to have a burden of prayer. Lord, lay the spirit of an intercessor upon my heart, Lord. Lay a burden for prayer and a need to intercede. It's something that God gives. God lays a burden on someone to be an intercessor. We could have a desire and our natural mind, but the natural mind gets nothing from the spirit. And so from our spirit, our spirit communicates with God and you cry out, Lord, put a burden on me for prayer. I want to be an intercessor. I want to be a power player for you. I want to release your almighty power on earth through prayer. That's when God lifts you up to a new estate. When you cry out to him, Lord, I want to holy wrestle. I want to bring forth the manifestation of your power. I want to cry out for those that are being in need. Father, I want to cry out for those in poverty. I want to cry out for those in prison. I want to cry out for those who have a need that are being oppressed. Father, I want to cry out about our political estate of this country. I want to cry out for the president. I want my prayers to go into the White House. I want my prayers to go into the Senate, Lord. I want almighty God. I want your presence to be there and make a change in our nation. Lord, I want the nation saved. I want these things in my mind, but I need you to help me. You see, it's the Holy Spirit that does the praying. And so in order to be a mighty intercessor, a power player for God, it's something only God can do. It is an anointing that God places upon that person's life. And if you want to be a mediator, because the mediator is the one who owns the future. They're the power player for God in the days to come. Prayer is going to be the most sought after knowledge. The church is coming to a place where we realize we've left something off. And what we left off is holiness and obedience. That's what we have truly 
left it somewhere far behind. So God is calling the church to a state. He's saying, be obedient to my word. Humble yourself. Reconcile yourself one to another. Jesus said, I pray that they will be one. Reconcile yourself one to another. He's calling us to be intercessors. Come before me and fasting and praying, seeking my face. God is waiting to answer your prayers. When you determine with a willing spirit, see, in order to be a mediator, you must first have a willing spirit. When you determine, I have a willing spirit and I have a heart to serve God. When you determine that that is what you are going to do and you begin to pray about that to God and ask him for that anointing, God is going to lay such a magnificent anointing on your life and you'll never be the same. You'll begin to walk in the prophetic visions and dreams. God will give them unto you. He will give you answers to situations. He will show you circumstances before they take place. God is looking for the mediator who will make him their priority. And they want to intercede and his divine plan as he brings into fruition the final days of the world as we know it. God is changing the scene. Jesus is about to manifest himself. He's about to come forth and manifest his power. And he needs the intercessors. Intercessors are the power players. The mediators are the power players of the future. They hold the key. They fast and they pray. They bind and they lose. They hold the keys to the kingdom. They're the power players of the future. God is calling you to join his invincible soldiers that are praying and fasting and seeking God, calling upon his holy name, calling forth the power of God to change our circumstances. I'm telling you, America is going to be saved. Thousands and thousands and thousands are going to come to Christ. And it's the mediator that God is going to use to bring them in. It's the mediator, not necessarily the one that's traveling across country, not necessarily the one that's going into other nations. Those are mediators, but God's got some powerful mediators and they mediate from their bedroom. They mediate from their prayer place. They are power prayers for the Lord and they are relentless. They will not back down. They persevere in prayer. God can lay an anointing on you right where you are. God can lay an anointing on you inside the prison. God can lay anointing on you inside of a nursing home. God can lay anointing on you inside of assisted living. God can lay an anointing on you in the workplace. God can lay an anointing on anybody that's homebound. God is looking for intercessors. Those he can empower. God is laying his anointing on the young people, the ones in their teens. He's laying his anointing on the ones before 40. He's laying his anointing on the elderly. God is ready to use anyone who will submit to his will. And when we submit, we humble ourselves before God. And when you humble yourself before God, he says that he will exalt you. He himself will exalt you when you're willing to take the lowest seat. God lifts you up and places you in the highest seat. He's looking for mediators. The Bible says that his eyes move to and fro watching the earth. He's looking for one that he can show himself strong to. Will that be you? God wants to show himself strong to you. He wants to answer 
your personal prayers. He wants to answer every need that you have. God has an answer to that circumstance. He has an answer to every circumstance that we're facing right now in this nation. God's looking for power players who will intercede between heaven and earth, who will call upon his holy name, who will be obedient to his word. And when he calls, they answer in the wee hours of the night. They will rise up and go into prayer. They are walking in a state of holiness. They understand to be holy as he is holy. God is looking for the mediator, the power player of the future. And God's calling you forth to mediate. I want to invite you to join Joan and I at Prayers Heard in Heaven. We are fasting September, October, and November. And we are seeking God for revival in our nation. And we'd like for you to join us. And at the end of this message, there's a telephone number for our conference line. And you can join us now interceding for the nation. I'm Valerie Sneed with Prayers Heard in Heaven, teaching God's people to pray. You've been listening to Valerie Sneed with Prayers Heard in Heaven. If you missed any of the program, listen next Sunday evening at 5.30. For more information about their weekly live prayer call, visit their website at prayersheardinheaven.org. 